Hello everybody, welcome to episode 32 of 10 Minute Country, the Lady Antebellum C2C press conference special. Look at me, I've got a theme tune. We've taken it up a level. Getting professional now, folks. It's only costing me about £8 a month, but never mind. Um, It's all legal, don't worry, I'm not nicking uh, music from the internet. But we've got a theme tune, we've taken it up a level. uh, In honour of this being the very first, and who knows, maybe last time, that I sat in a room with Charles, Dave and Hilary from Lady Antebellum. What a privilege. What a sort of career bucket list dream for me as as an aspiring writer and podcaster and and blogger to, to be in a room for Lyric Magazine... Um, and listen to Lady Antebellum talking. So what you're going to hear is their press conference in full. Um, I'm not, you know, I'm not going to um, be interjecting with it. I just want you to listen to it and uh, take it on board. They were effusive, erudite speakers. Um, Charles, Charles is all done grown up. He's talking about his spirituality and, uh, you know, his sort of newfound faith. And, uh, and it's a fascinating uh, 15 minutes or so. So without further ado, here we are, Lady Antebellum, live from the C2C 2019 press room. Definitely, 
can uh, it, it's a, it's a, it's you know we say all the time it's a very and you know musically artistic um, listener over here, which we appreciate that. We, I think we get people get deep. They really do. They really do. Radio singles and things like yep. that. We we were talking about putting the set list together, and we feel like when we come here, we have the freedom to take those chances and, and play those songs from previous records. We're actually trying out a couple new. I was about to say we're doing some new ones, so um, it's fun for us. We were talking. We just cut six songs in the studio back in Nashville, and. We said, well, we're coming over here, and this is the audience that, that really soaks that up. So, you know, this, thank you to you guys and the fans for giving us that freedom. It allows us as an artist to do what we love to do, which is dig deep and go on a journey. During Would you show. like some more? Because so, I can get you a glass. Oh, this is great. Let she just, she just, she just knows I usually don't like sparkling water. Yeah, I was like, it's sparkling water, and he's going to be surprised. <laughs> <laughs> Next question. I'm sure at this point you must have had hundreds of press conferences and interviews. So my question is, what is one question that you've never been asked in an interview but would love to be? Oh, that question alone. <laughs> um, that's a really good question. Um, oh, gosh, how do you answer that? I don't know. Yeah, we may be stumped. What? Uh, what's? I don't know. It's always what's your favorite band. So maybe what's your least favorite band? <laughs> I don't know what that. Is. What's the thing that um, nobody knows about you three? Oh gosh, Dave. Oh, what do we not know about you? <laughs> That's the question you've been asked before. Uh, no. I feel like everything we. I know. This, in this social media world, we share everything. I mean, I feel like this might be on Wikipedia already, but I'd love for everyone to know what your first real job was out of college. Yeah, I was an accountant. Uh, so that was, I'm not super proud of that one, but I'm not pretty. I'm not very proud. I'm, I'm six foot six, and I can't dunk a basketball. Everybody asks me every day. They, I'm like going through the airport. I don't even think they stop me to say hey because I'm that guy and lady in a bellum. It's they stop me because they're like, you're so tall. Are you a famous basketball player? I'm like, no, I can't jump. <laughs> um, I was, um, I'll say American football manager in high school, all four years. I was a water girl. Not a lot of people know that. <laughs> yeah. Great. Thanks for having me. Welcome back to London. Thank you. Did you do the radio song that uh, shows Michelle Clark? Did you not? We did. What was that? Oh yeah, the Radiohead. Yes. What we do, yeah, high and dry. Yeah. in the states that are known for severe weather, but um, I specifically lived through a, a tornado that hit in 1998 in Nashville that was really, it did a lot of damage in, the, in my neighborhood, and so it's something that I think, you know, we're always looking for ways with our platform to give back, and we saw that this really terrible tornado ripped through this town and destroyed the high school, um, and it was going to mean that they were not going to be able to have their prom. Um, in their gymnasium and their big, you know, end of year celebration and dance. And so we decided um, to come play a show there in the big, in the arena closest to that town and throw them a prom. Mm -hmm. 
so they all got dressed up in their beautiful dresses and tuxedos and suits and had um, we had a DJ and I think we showed, we showed up and sang a couple songs and, and really just wanted them to to not be um, to not be able to not have that memory made for them which is such a, a part of high school um, so thank you for asking that I honestly I can safely say it's we're, we're probably uh, getting back to a, lo- a lot more of the sound of the first record to be honest with you uh, you know I think that that's just a natural thing. It kind of tugs and pushes, you know, where you're wanting to explore different things. And that record specifically, you know, once we started recording songs like Heartbreak and You Look Good, it kind of made us even want to explore some other sounds in that record. And, and with this, it just happens to be the type of material that we've been writing is does t- tend to be so far a little deeper. And, uh, you know, we've been going through so many changes, I guess, is you know, with us and our families growing and even as a band and... Um, I know specifically myself, I've been really getting back in touch with my spirituality, which was kind of being pushed to the side for a while. And, and so there's some songs even about that, kind of my search and journey. And um, So it's definitely probably a little deeper and, uh, and, and a little warmer than the last record. Um, Pushing lyrical boundaries. Yeah, trying to, trying to be more honest. And vulnerable, yeah. Do you think you might let out a single or two first before you do a whole album? Uh, we're gonna probably let out a you know have a single while we finish up the record for sure. But we're we're gonna we're gonna try out some stuff tonight uh, on on you guys, and if the reaction's bad, maybe we'll can it. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, I'm Maddie from Music Radio. Um, happy belated International Women's Day. Thank you very much. Thank you. And um, I just wanted to say, firstly, thank you for being such an incredible inspiration for so many women thank in the industry and for lots of uh, new artists that are upcoming. What's it like to be such an icon for so many young women? Well, that's extremely humbling. Thank you. Um, I, I have to say, I, um, before I was a mom, you know, I have an 18-year-old sister. She's here with me on this trip. We're 14 years apart, and so I tried to really conduct myself in such a way and, and live my life in a way that would make her proud. And now that's amplified times three with daughters at home. Um, but I think, you know, I've been so blessed with great, great women in my life that have inspired me, that have taught me, uh, my mom being the main one of just, if I can walk and and exude half of the amount of kindness that just comes from her on just a daily basis. Um, I, I know I'm doing something right. So I just, I try to really learn from from others. And I think that's the best thing we can do as women is just support each other, learn from each other, and um, be mindful of one another. Thanks, Hi, guys. Uh, Dan, you know, like you made the move to Big Machine recently, so tell us about that whole transition of moving labels. And also, please tell me how long it's in the It is in the yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. You can talk on that. Yeah. I mean, you know, we were um, at a point where we had worked early on in our career with a guy named Jimmy Harnon uh, back in the early days of Capitol, and it was a bit of a reunion for that reason. You know, we were kind of out there searching for, you know, a home that will continue to push us. You know, for us, I think 
internally, what we do remains the same as far as the way we write and the way we record and make our music. But um, I'm excited. It kind of feels like a fresh new start for us. Um, like we have freedom here to play a lot of stuff. I've got we've gotten a lot of freedom from the label too to just write what you want to write, cut what you want to cut. Um, and so we're really thrilled to be with Big Machine, and they've been super supportive. Um, I think anytime you get a, a fresh energy and perspective too, on you know we kind of sat down. It's like, well, you know, what are your impressions of us, and maybe where we, you know, have gone wrong, or what we could do better, and um, you know, because we've always just tried to focus on the music, like Dave said. Um, and they were really just supportive and, and encouraging for us to really get in there, take our time, and and maybe be a little bit more honest with this music. And, and it kind of felt refreshing to hear that, and uh, you know, not be scared because I do think there's, you know, if you're if you're honest as an artist, after early success like that, there does tend to to sneak in a little bit of this fear of of, of losing it and, and and it letting go, and you start to lose a little bit of what you got into it for and uh, and I can say this is probably the most confident the past three years two three years this year specifically that we've been as a band in a long time and I think it just comes from being settled in your life and knowing that you, you know, if you fail, it's not the end of the world. But we just... said it so much, like we we felt all along our musical journey and, and public musical journey that we've been extremely authentic and genuine to who we are. But we've also lived a lot of life in the twelve years that we've been a band and also just people in general. So it's getting real, real on this record. I think. Yeah, that sounds great. We're going to keep Tilly next, and then we'll go back. So Tilly first. Hi, I'm Tilly from the Rice in the past, you've taken some time uh, away from each other uh, to pursue kind of solo projects, and you've always come back together. How important is that time to explore on your own? How crucial is that to the success of, of the band? And I can say, you know, for, for myself, I mean, one of the main reasons we took some time off was we were just together all the time for a good eight, nine years. I think we just naturally needed to get off the hamster wheel for a bit and uh, I can say that it made me appreciate how much I need this band um, you know there's so many times on stage when I was by myself I was like oh gosh not having Dave right here and Hillary right here to do this part it was you know it felt it felt really like it wasn't to the same caliber of a you know of a project but it was fun to do it pushed myself and honestly I think too it there were some songs on the solo project that really kind of were a little more honest that made me say okay when I come you know, back in with this group here, and we start writing for for these next records. I want to bring a little bit of that in, and then Hillary, for the same respect, you know, with her faith-based record. There's a couple songs on this record that, you know, are, are just so moving in a spiritual way that I think you know you brought that in there too from that. Yeah, I think it's we've always we started out as a creative writing team, you know, and and as songwriters, and then quickly became a band and started playing shows and have never looked back but we're songwriters and artists first and we've always said if there's ever anything the three of us want to pursue um, individually we give the blessing because it's, it's one of those things to where if, if you're going to come back a better version of yourself whether it's successes, fail, whatever, just experiences it's more important I think for us long term to be true to who we are for ourselves and for each other and so I think um, that's what that was about. And we did. We came back so appreciative and grateful for the career that, that we've been able to build and, and the fans and just a deeper sense of gratitude than I think we would have ever before. 
So we can talk all night, but we, you've got a few other things to do. So two more questions, Sharon. Hi, I'm Shula from the BBC. This is a question from Hillary. So there you go, Lady Antebellum, live from the C2C press conference. What a great conference, aren't they? Sort of, you know, lovely, deep thinkers. They love the UK. Um, I thought the two new songs went down fantastically. Uh, so we can expect to hear them on the next album. And, um, you know, all in all, great band, great people. And they put on, on the Saturday night an absolutely great show. I've been James Dakin, and this has been 10 Minute Country. <laughs>